Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night show. That was some interview with uh, Patrick Byrne, and we have learned that he is testifying tomorrow in a closed-door meeting with the January 6th committee. What will come of it, we don't know yet, but he will be testifying. John, that was one hell of an interview you did. Yes, it was, and um, thank you for your help on that one. Uh, and uh, we'll find out tomorrow. Look, uh, I think the American people, there's a lot of things that happened that we're not getting the 100% truth. And that's all we're interested in is the 100% truth. And and um, it's just worrisome that uh, we're missing a few things. It, John, it's, it, it's hard to get the truth out when you don't have the opposition. They're also in the back and forth between them and the cross-examination. It's just not there. And so many committee. interviews are done behind closed doors so you never know what's said as opposed to when they come out and they spin it. Before the cameras. They just take pieces of That's it. That's exactly you don't right. Know the they rest. take it out of context. Exactly. Yep. Well, on the line with us is another guy who tells the truth and tells it like it is. One of us here at Cats at Night, frequent guest, Vito Fasella, the Staten Island Borough President. How are you, Vito? I'm doing great. Good evening, everybody. So tell us about the Staten Island Ferry. I mean, this is some exciting news. Uh, well, we, I thought we were going to talk about the Beagles. Oh, you want to talk about the Beagles? Okay, oh, we'll talk right. about the Beagles. I want to talk about the 4,000 Beagles. Okay, good. Sorry. No, don't be sorry. Uh, I know so many of us are animal lovers, and John especially. Uh, and for those who may not be aware, there was a facility closed in uh, in Virginia recently, and there were about 60 days or so for about 4,000 dogs, beagles specifically, that need to be adopted. So we started reaching out to some of our animal shelters today here in Staten Island and other parts of the city to help uh, the National Humane Society uh, get those beagles adopted because if they don't, um, you know, they will end in a not-so-nice demise. And uh, it was a really rough story about how they were abused and uh, just lived in unsanitary conditions. A bunch of young puppies died. So this is uh, pulls at the heartstrings of anybody who's an animal lover, and we're just trying to help out a little bit. Are they getting medical attention, Vito? They, uh, yeah, they are. There's a whole process that's being taken place now, and ultimately when they're adopted through shelters across the country, they'll be vaccinated, neutered, spayed, what have you. And uh, you know, some of them were in very rough shape, and they remain in rough shape, as you can imagine. But uh, we're just trying to help, like anybody else across this country. When when people are in need or animals are in need, we we try to help out, and that's what we're we're focusing on right now. As I understand it, beagles are very trainable. They're used for hunting a lot of things where you need to have uh, dogs that are that are obedient and trained very well. Yeah, and and this is, uh, you know, a lot of people may not know, but there's still a lot of animal testing going on for a variety of reasons. So animals are used for testing on products, uh, for medical devices, biotech, uh, what have you. And the reason why beagles are the dominant uh, species, uh, breed, I should say, is because they're so docile and, and calm and the exact reasons why people like them are the exact reasons why they're used for animal testing. And, you know, that debate has been going on, frankly, for thousands of years about using animals for testing for products and science and medicine, and it still goes on. But fortunately, in recent years, there have been efforts to 
to basically tone down the amount of animal research and with the advent of robotics and, and other 3D printers, et cetera, um, we're seeing less of it and more humane and ethical treatment of animals. So what can people, Vito, so what can people do if they're interested in adopting one of these dogs? So the first, right now, it's being uh, really the, the quarterback of this is the National Humane Society. They can go to their website. And as I uh, mentioned at the outset, we're trying to work with some of our shelters here. We have an animal care center on Staten Island that probably places a little over a 1,000 animals a year, and it's coordinated with the New York City Animal Care Center that probably places about ten to 11,000 animals a year up for adoption and shelter. So uh, folks who, can, who are interested in adopting now can reach out directly to the Humane Society, and we're going to see if it makes sense for us to be sort of a, a shelter that people around here, or at least in this region, uh, can get. Well, you're doing a great I, I, thing. I, I tell you guys, I mean, I love animals. I love dogs. And to use them for tests like that, it's just, it just breaks my heart. Well, there's about 60,000, you know, and, and throughout the United States and dogs. And obviously the number one animal that's often tested, well, there's a reason why this expression exists. It's a guinea pig. So guinea pig is the most tested animal for different purposes. And, you know, for years, it was just, hey, you know, screw them. Uh, it is what it is. But I, unfortunately, in recent years, there's been a lot of focus and emphasis to minimize and reduce and replace and refine the process of testing animals, especially for uh, personal care products or cosmetics. You know, that was a big area, and there are states moving in the direction to ban animal testing if you're going to use it for uh, exclusively for cosmetics, which I think is a positive sign. Say, say Vito, why, why not, you know, there's a movie about 100 Dalmatians, right? Why not turn them <laughs> movie stars? 4,000 yeah. beagles. 4,000 beagles. Well, I know we're a lot, of, uh, a lot of animal lovers in and around. I know people, when they hear an animal that's in need or, or desperate for care or, or a new home. Uh, so p really part of this today is just to let folks know that this, there is a need, and, and the window is about 60 days. So the clock started ticking recently and, and you know our goal is to try to get all those 4,000 beagles adopted within the next 60 days. So Vito I was looking at a study recently and regarding a COVID positivity rate Staten Island has the lowest infection rate out of all the boroughs. Well we're, that's a good <laughs> sign. Uh, I, I think we, we've gone through now the sixth wave of COVID. We, you and I and we all have been talking for the last couple of years. It, it hit us hard but at the same time, we need to get our lives back together, start living again. We are, you know, back, and we need to get stronger. I know John talked about the tourism effect in New York. We've got to get folks back to New York City and deal with, you know, deal with the COVID as it is, isolate whatever you have to do, but we can't destroy our economy once again and shut this whole thing down. So let's, let's focus on the positive, and I'm glad that the COVID testing you on know. Staten Island is, is, is low right now. Uh, Vito, I'm seeing a headline, and uh, I haven't read the whole story, uh, that um, Mayor Adams must have been listening to us talk about uh, uh, the ferries, and uh, he wants the ferries to exist, he wants the ferries to, to expand, but he's going to increase the price to the, on the ferries. Is that going to affect Staten Island at all? 
Um, I, you know, I was actually supposed to be with the mayor this morning. I was, I wanted to be with him. I just something uh, had a conflict. So, uh, I think it's good news, right? Because the high, we're talking not about the Staten Island Ferry, which is free and one of the largest tourist attractions in the country, but we're talking about the network of high-speed ferries, one that you can take right from your ballpark, John, in St. George to downtown Manhattan, 18 minutes, and be in Midtown in about 34 minutes. So that's a great alternative to sitting on the Gowanus Expressway or the BQE, or the Verizon, wherever it may be. Uh, he, I think they raised the price in part uh, to to really, as you know better than anyone in the business, you got to pad up the revenue side of business. But uh, buried in that is the $4 is really for the one- or two-time users like to- tourists. But if you continue to use it on a regular basis, you can buy 10 packs for, say, 27.50, and it still remains about $2.75 a ride. And to me, that's that's a bargain these days if you can do it. It, it is a bargain. It is a bargain. Uh, you know, when, when there was a nickel, my father used to – our vacation in the summertime was to go on the Staten Island Ferry and go back and forth five times. <laughs> That was, you know, a lot of folks don't realize that Staten Island, and particularly South and Midland beaches, were heavy vacation areas of hotels lined the boardwalks and uh, rides, and people from all over Brooklyn and Manhattan used to take that ferry and end up in South Beach and Midland Beach for vacation. So it is still iconic. And with respect to ferries, we we would love to see more of it because Lord knows there's too many suffering commuters who have to sit in traffic all day long sometimes, an hour and a half, two hours. Why not enjoy the luxury of a nice high-speed ferry uh, to ease your mind and to get you back home to your family sooner rather than later? And it's good for the environment. And you don't have to worry about COVID because you're out in the fresh air. That's right. It's good for public health and it's good for the environment. I think it's a win-win all around, and as I say, we there are those who want to undo it, right? The story's out. They try to uh, torpedo it, but uh, I've, I've already indicated that we need more of this. Let's figure out how to be creative, and let's get people out of their cars, out of, out of other forms of mass transit, and get them in, as you say, Richard, some clean and reliable forms of, uh, of transportation. Well, thank you so much, Vito Fasella, Staten Island Borough President, and uh, come back anytime. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great evening. Appreciate it. Thank you, Vito.